0: Hello again. My name is Tim and I'm here with the Christian Life and Leadership Podcast, ready to share today five areas for improved ministry leadership. Well, leadership in the church requires a servant heart and action. And I'm always amazed reading scripture, how many times Jesus involves us in the miracles of kingdom work. So never be ashamed of taking action for God. There are times to listen and wait and to sit still, but always be ready to work hard in ministry for the gospel. And so here are five areas in which leaders must strive so that ministry can be excellent, so it can be improved, so that it can be what it needs to be for this time and this season. So number one, do the little things well. I know you know this and I know this, but it's worth being reminded that it is possible to get so caught up in all that we have going that we forget the reason we're doing ministry to begin with. We need to consistently do the basics well, the little things that keep it rolling. Some of those examples might include returning phone calls, returning a text, taking care of emails, taking care of details, following up on conversations. These basics are extremely important so that you are able to stay in touch, stay in the groove, and to keep leading your people well. So guarding your time and keeping your calendar detailed is part of that and that's part of what will yield great big benefits when we're doing those little things well. When we've got our ducks in a row for our scheduled times and our boundaries and vacations, and then we're free at that point to put all our effort into work and serving and doing what we're called to do. So here are a few things we need to make sure we have details for. Spiritual growth and renewal. Home and family time. Teaching and preaching prep. And vision and strategy. We gotta remember to take time to put those things into our lives. And as we do that, Sometimes it gets out of whack and we got to redo it again. It's not just a one-time thing. It's going to help us do ministry more effectively. And remember to take time for people. Here's a little experiment you can try. This week, send a handwritten note to thank someone for a particular ministry or thing they did this past week. And I can almost guarantee that they will make a comment about that note the next time you see them. So take some time to do that. Number two for improving your ministry is to focus on your priority. Sometimes we use the word priorities, which doesn't quite make sense because you can only have, by the nature of the word, one thing that is superior, one thing that's going to make the most impact. So you need to look at your list today or or think about your mental notes of what you're trying to accomplish today. What is going to make the biggest difference in your ministry? These questions are going to help you determine what the priority is. And it's interesting to note that sometimes the idea of one thing is so much more neat and tidy when you're thinking about the marketplace or the business world. And I know everybody has, gets sidetracked and has other things, but one of the things about ministry that I think makes it a little more difficult to listen to these type of podcasts is that our ministry is one of interruption in a lot of ways. So if our ministry is to serve others, then those times aren't going to always be scheduled. Sometimes that comes up in a moment's notice. So we need to focus on our priority of waking up in the morning and saying, Lord, where am I most needed? What can I do today to make the biggest impact in kingdom work? And so some of those times it's going to be things like getting the message done or getting prepared for your event this weekend. Other times it's going to be somebody's path crossing with yours and you setting things aside to love them like Jesus would. I always love this quote that I've mentioned on the podcast several times. Anyone can do two things at once. What's really impressive is to do one thing at once in our multitasking world and in our trying to get the maximum amount of time out of each day. I think sometimes that we've gotten to where we've focused ourselves right out of the opportunity to do the thing that is most at hand for making the biggest kingdom impact. And so we want to work with an uncluttered mind and focus on the task at hand, whatever that is in the moment. And that's gonna be something that's gonna make a difference in our ministries. So we're gonna do little things well, focus on the priority, and we're going to run with momentum. Now momentum is different than being breathless. Momentum is about knowing when to push and when to coast and when to ride the wave. And sometimes, I even try to create little tiny bits of momentum during the day by writing something down on my to-do list that I've already completed so I can check it off. Now, I know that people make jokes and memes about that and maybe it does seem a little redundant, but they say you're supposed to step away from whatever you're doing every 50 minutes or so just to like regroup your mind and take a few steps and get a drink or whatever the case is. But I also know that when I take those little breaks and readjust my to-do list, Sometimes even rewriting it. And I don't want to sound like I'm you know, crazy here, but I'll, I'll put some focus on that. And as I do that, momentum begins to build. I realize my list of things that I had for today are going to be done with just three more things. And so we want to make sure that we are not just filling up our days in such a way that we become overwhelmed, but that we are running with momentum. And so here are some keys to running with momentum in your ministry. Number one, we wanna publicly celebrate accomplishments in our church and ministry. When we do that, people are able to also kind of click a box in some sense. It's like we got to take a moment to not only look ahead and think about what's next and do all the things that have to happen, but also to take a breather and give God glory and to take a pause to say thank you for all the great things that are happening. Number two is to partner with people who can come help make things happen with you. And I can't stress that enough how much that's made a difference in my life of inviting people in to the circle and just inviting them to take part. And most often it's just a simple verbal invitation to include someone in ministry with you. Number three, count on people to take responsibility. I heard one time that instead of delegating tasks, you delegate responsibility. That helps people understand that kind of rests on them and it's not nebulous. It's not, hey, we ought to get this done someday. It's, can you take care of this? by this date. Number four, work in the areas of giftedness as much as possible. Whatever you're calling and you're gifted, your passion is, try to as much as possible. Do that a bulk of the day, a bulk of the time slot, instead of doing all the little things that someone else could do. Stay disciplined to keep your eye on the prize. And the last one is to pray for momentum. That's how you're going to help run with momentum in your ministry. And then number four, of five, overcome discouragement. This is going to improve your ministry more than you can imagine. You have to help people engage with the vision and the possibilities. You have to be enthusiastic about what your organization is doing, what your church is doing, what your team is doing. All leaders at some time, and some often, will be discouraged. And I've had that exact feeling on numerous occasions over the years. So here are some tips for overcoming discouragement. One is the personal time of devotion and conversations with Jesus each day. Two, plenty of sleep and balanced living in a lot of different ways. I know that's much easier to say than to do, but it really is true that when we are kind of out of control with food or out of control with no exercise or staying up late or any number of things, it kind of will breed discouragement in our lives. Three under overcome discouragement is conversations with wiser leaders, trusted friends, and colleagues. That's always going to make a difference. And number four is to understand that God is in control. Discouragement can hit us hard with even just a conversation or an email or a phone call. And so I have a few verses that I always love to read when those times come. And if you go to my blog post, timpriceblog.com, You could take a look at some of those verses there um, and and maybe just choose some of your own to read when that happens. And then finally, the fifth thing to help keep improvement in your ministry growing and going. Be committed to growth. Leaders need to be growing personally. We've already mentioned that. But we also know that in order to do that, we're going to have to take some steps. And it helps me to think that I'm taking those steps on behalf of my people, my church, my group, my team. I want to continue to grow and to be better so that they are and so that our, our, our ministry is as well. So, how can you grow in your faith and in your leadership skills and in your delegation skills? And are you committed to growing your church or ministry? Multiple issues can hold you back and problems are always waiting on the horizon. There always seems to be roadblocks and barriers that we have to overcome, but those can be dealt with. The question is, are you? In a place that you want to stay committed to growing in your life and in your work and in your calling. So, these are five things I wanted to share today five areas for improved ministry leadership. Do the little things well, focus on your priority, run with momentum, overcome discouragement, and be committed to growth. I hope a nugget from here kind of helps you. I, I wrote this blog post and turned it into a podcast episode, but Even as I'm going through this, I'm convicted in my own life to make sure that I'm trusting the Lord to give me the vision, and the wisdom, and the motivation to continue on, to keep on going. And so I praise the Lord for that. And I'm trusting that for you. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, I definitely could increase some of that there could be improvement in my life and my ministry, but you're not exactly sure what step to take. I've mentioned this several times before. I would love to visit with you and share a little bit, talk a little bit, sometimes just a phone call or two in kind of a coaching kind of mindset can definitely help us see things a little differently. Gives us a new perspective, helps us to get a, a new way of some questions to be asked so that we can kind of begin to answer and and begin to settle things in our own heart and life and maybe just logistically or structurally or systems in our church or ministry, questions we might have, I would love to visit with you and set up a time to have a couple phone calls or one or two or whatever it takes to help remove some of those barriers and give you a new perspective. You can find out more about setting up a time at timpriceblog.com coaching, timpriceblog.com coaching. Now, I also want to say that uh, if you are in our geographically close area of Illinois, St. Louis area, southwest Indiana area. We would love to have you be a part of some of the conferences we have going. The Kids Conference happens each spring for grade school students, first to fifth graders, having it in areas around our state here. And you can find out more at kidsconference.org. Second thing has come up kind of quick, but it's the Fire Up Conference, a high school ministry event for Discipleship Weekend hosted in Troy, Illinois, just outside St. Louis area. And we would love to have your group be a part of this either this year or another year. You can find out more about that one at fire-up.org. And then a the third and final announcement, and that is that I would love to be a part of your ministry, part of your church, either sharing special music or as a guest worship leader or as a speaker, or to share about Harvest Ministry and invite your church to join in with us. So any of those things can be found out by contacting me, Tim Price, at timpriceblog.com, and I'd love to connect and partner with you. Thanks again for listening today. We'll see you next week, and I'll be praying for you. Thanks.